Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Election bills. But let me now turn to Afghanistan. I've met this morning with my counterparts in the G7, as well as heads of the United Nations, NATO, and the European Union. I express my thanks for the solidarity we have seen as we've stood up an unprecedented global effort. I updated our partners on the significant progress we made in the past 10 days. As of this afternoon, we've helped evacuate 70,700 people just since August the 14th. But no conversation of how many Americans, and so we're clear we're going to leave some behind. That from every estimate that exists right now, and I hope that is wrong. It is my hope that every American gets out. It is my hope that every Afghani who we promised safe passage gets out. I won't get what I want, and you will not get what you want. The question is, why did Biden allow this to happen? So we have to start at a baseline. This all came from his conversation yesterday, four and a half hours late. Why? Because he was waiting for the infrastructure bill to pass the House so he could brag on it. That's what he did. He walked out there. Afghanistan is the front and center subject. It is everything. Everything. And what does he do? He starts with infrastructure. Not Afghanistan. Infrastructure. As I put out on Twitter, Biden is much more interested in the American rescue plan than he is in the rescuing Americans plan. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you guys. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Please go like the page. Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, at Tony Katz. Follow me in all the spots. Everything at TonyKatz.com. Rescuing Americans is not on his mind. Lying to Americans is on his mind. Oh, we've been through this. The lies about uh, stranding Americans. The lies about our allies being fine with us. Our allies are not fine with us. They're infuriated. They look at Joe Biden as a doddering old fool because he is. But what I was going to say, I just want to make sure I had everybody on the same page about what happened yesterday, that Biden being focused on Afghanistan is certainly not something that's factual. They really and truly believe they can airlift everybody out, and they're so proud of this airlift. My gosh, they're flat out bragging, bragging, I tell you, about this this airlift. To listen to Jen Psaki. Is there any concern that maybe trying to reach this deadline and get everybody out, uh, mistakes are being made now that there is a report that at least one of the Afghans evacuated to Qatar uh, has suspected ISIS ties? Well, first I would say we have a stringent vetting process, which includes uh, background checks before any individual comes to the United States. Uh, so I can't speak to one individual, but I can tell you and, and confirm for you that we take the vetting of any individual who comes to the United States and, and comes out incredibly seriously. Um, and it's an extensive process. Uh, I would say that this is now on track, Peter, to be the largest airlift in U.S. history. Uh, so, And that is uh, bringing American citizens out. It is bringing our Afghan partners out. It is bringing allies out. Uh, so, no, I would not say that is anything but a success. But a success. 
Remember what they're they're bragging about. They're bragging about getting Americans out of Afghanistan, which should have been done two months ago. That is imperative to keep in your head. They are bragging whether it is Jen Psaki who lies from the podium or whether it's Joe Biden himself or whether it's the chief of staff, Ron Klain, and one has to wonder how much that pseudo-intellectual is pulling the strings. This is a guy who was the Ebola czar under Obama and did nothing to help with COVID. Didn't volunteer himself out loud and say, uh, President Trump, how can I help? I've, I've done this before. Said, hey, let's figure out how we win an election. He was uh, Joe Biden's uh, chief of staff when he was vice president. And winning an election was more important than helping the country. Sure. Sure. Now he's spending all of his time retweeting people like Joy Reid and Jennifer Rubin because that's professional. No, no, no. There, there, there's no collusion amongst uh, the, the president's staff and the media. Not at all. Don't be silly. What are you bringing it up for? <laughs> so, yeah, you silly little, you silly goose. This all should have been done. They are bragging about something. They're bragging about a problem that they created. But the big one, the one that must be dealt with accordingly, the one to which I give absolutely, positively, no quarter, is the blaming of Donald Trump. I simply cannot, and neither can you, abide by this nonsense. These radical, radical lies. Donald Trump in a negotiation with the Taliban, we discussed it here. How in the world, how in the world could you think that you could trust a deal with the Taliban? But when you look at the deal, and I will use an interview that was done with Mike Pompeo, the then Secretary of State, who helped put together that deal, there were a series of conditions. Now, some conditions the Taliban was already not meeting, including a clean break with al-Qaeda, which one can clearly argue is a ridiculous idea. There is no way the Taliban engages a clear break from al-Qaeda. After all, they have a tremendous number of things in common. Specifically, the belief in Sharia. How would you how would you separate out those two? But this is a conversation. This is a conversation about conditions not about how the withdrawal is going. This is about how many troops were still on the ground keeping the Taliban quiet, keeping al-Qaeda quiet, and ensuring that the Afghani government could actually govern. It is not Mike Pompeo's fault. It is not Donald Trump's fault that Joe Biden pulled out the military assets and the ability to engage air, air, air support. If H.R. McMaster, who is the first national security advisor to President Trump, wants to say that Pompeo signed a capitulation agreement, if he wants to say the Taliban didn't defeat us, we defeated ourselves, he's more than welcome to. He can have that conversation. But the signing of an agreement would be different than whether or not you actually allowed the thing to happen. I've always said deeds over words. The question is, what would have happened at this moment? How would this withdrawal have happened? If the withdrawal had happened and Americans were out 
and the Afghanis were out who helped. And then it fell to the Taliban. A lot of people would say, well, what the hell was it all for? What was the point of it all? And they would have a fine argument. It's one I would probably be having with you as well. How did we train these Afghan forces? Did we train them to fight like Americans? And was that the right thing to do? Or should we have trained them to fight like Afghanis, to fight light, light infantry style, as opposed to an air support style, which is what we do in the United States, considering they ain't got no more air support. But that still isn't the conversation. And this is where every single person who says, well, Trump signed a deal, Biden just had to live with it, is full of garbage. The deadline already got moved from May 1st. It's Biden who wanted to be around September 11th so he could have the pomp and circumstance of ending the war in 20 years. Look at me, because it's all about his legacy. We said it first. We were right from the beginning. We are still right. He wanted the legacy more than he wanted Americans alive. That's Tough guy, corn pop Joe Biden. That's who he is. All that talk about corn pop, all that talk about taking behind the woodshed, hey, calling people Jack. Come on, man. It's because he's a tough guy. What I call him yesterday, country club thug? Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. That's him. Joe Biden is country club thug. That's exactly who he is. But he ain't a tough guy. Joe Biden is a tough guy in the same way Hunter Biden's an artist. The conversation is not about deals with the Taliban, which we could agree are really bad ideas. The conversation is about the withdrawal and leaving Americans to die. That's all Joe Biden. How can anyone say anything else? And when they do, how could you not just call them a liar? Right. You're lying. Oh, you're a liar. Ha ha, liar, and walk away. They don't deserve your respect. I, I, I don't enjoy that, by the way. But there is nothing else. I can offer you no other advice than to explain to these people in no uncertain terms that they're lying. They think they come at you with morality as somehow you have to defend your position. No, 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 no. They have to defend their position. Americans behind the Taliban line, Afghanis behind the Taliban line, they can't get through, people are being beaten and people are being executed in the streets. They're going door to door looking for Christians. Now, let's discuss Joe Biden and why these people aren't already out. Because there is nothing about a withdrawal deadline that says how you got them out. The how you got them out is the only story at this moment. It's the only story because Joe Biden made it the story. Joe Biden is responsible. Joe Biden is guilty. Yet we have Politico putting out the headline that the White House wants their props on how they're doing in Afghanistan. This is Politico. Top Biden officials and administration allies have been aggressively touting the success of their evacuation efforts in Afghanistan, offering frequent updates on the numbers of vaccine, and they have framed it as a historic airlift, like, like the Berlin airlift, declaring that they're overperforming their own metrics. 
and trumpeting Biden as defying expectations. Everybody knows it's a lie. Everybody knows that this is a propaganda move. This is this is an administration that hates you. That hates the American people. That will gladly lie to the American people and expects them to lap it all up. Mmm, delicious. They expect it. And of course we know this because we already learned a few days ago that their entire plan, their modus operandi, is to wait for you to forget and then bring in this narrative, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. Uh, I think they sometimes refer to it as the big lie. I don't talk like that because that is a reference to the Holocaust, and I have always found it disgusting when these leftists and others would say this about Donald Trump and uh, and the riot because after or, or the election, I should say, because they don't understand. They don't care as long as they're hurting Trump. Nothing else matters. Hurt Trump. Hurt Trump. Hurt Trump. It's this sexual fetish that they have. Decency goes right out the window. So I am loath to use the term "big lie." But I am fine with saying that the Biden administration is lying to you, and I would call Joe Biden a liar to his face. When he's running away from the press, because he ends every press conference by running away, I would scream to him, why are you such a liar? Did your mother raise you to be a liar? Did you learn to lie in Scranton? This is what I would be yelling, because he's lying to all of us. And there are people out there, useful idiots, lapping it all up and trying to do the same, which is why they're still talking about Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not president of the United States. I don't know why this is so hard for people to understand. He's not. He's not the president. Joe Biden is. Joe Biden did this. Joe Biden's poor planning did this. Joe Biden's failed generals did this. Joe Biden's worthless defense department did this. Sorry, Secretary of Defense. The department may very well be in good hands in terms of the people. They did this. Jen Psaki is lying. Ron Klain is lying. That's what's happening. And you should not be afraid to say so because you're right. And they may very well get Americans killed. Never mind the damage on the propaganda side. I'm Tony Katz. So Eskenazi had a data breach. And I bring it up. Not because there's something new in in a data breach. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. Uh, Wish TV with the reporting, Eskenazi Health confirms personal data stolen in cyber attack. It's that more and more we're hearing about the forced vaccination insanity, the mandate insanity. I I oppose force. I, I, I oppose on every level. How much data is now going to get out there? Let's say you're somebody who doesn't want to share your vaccine status. What happens when it gets leaked? Gets leaked from Eskenazi in a cyber attack or gets leaked because your employer wants all the information. Now, we've gone through this in many ways and there are 
there's nothing I have found legally and no lawyer I've spoken to who's told me, well, no, no, you you can sue and get away with it. You you can sue and and you've got uh, a a case. You, You can have a strong case. No, I'm not told that. I'm told you have no case. But the question is about security. What do they offer? What are they prepared for? They learned that data was obtained by bad actors and released online. They have forensic experts monitoring for this. They've identified the files the hackers obtained, and they're examining those files for any personal patient or employee information. No evidence that the attack resulted in bank or credit card fraud. Does not believe any of its files were encrypted. Now, sometimes this happens, right? They, they, They do the ransomware stuff. Right, they 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 do that. Um, they 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 do other things. Hey, we just want to let you know you've got this vulnerability. You might want to pay us to get rid of that. But what happens when this information gets out? One of the reasons I bring it up is that it is obvious that people want to use vaccination status to political advantage. It's obvious that is the case i don't want to make it any easier on on those people i don't want to live in a world where someone's vaccination status is the difference between whether they get a job or not whether uh they uh lose uh, uh relationships contracts or not whether or not they lose friends or not Never once in my life have I asked anyone ever whether or not they want to be, or whether or not they weren't vaccinated, not they want to be, whether or not they were vaccinated. It's never come up. And I do find it um, quite, quite fascinating I do find it quite fascinating that we can ask about COVID vaccination status, but nothing else. If you were to ask about HIV status, you'd be in jail. Why not? We've just opened up the Pandora's box. We've opened up everything, baby. So I, I, I for one, am very worried. I am genuinely concerned about these kinds of leaks now and how they're going to be used for political purposes. There's the there's the the financial stuff, there's the personal stuff. Don't get me wrong, but maybe it's maybe I'm taking it personally, but what we've done on vaccines and how we're using vaccines against one another is just some of the ugliest stuff I've been around. Congresswoman Victoria Sparks up next on infrastructure. Keep it here. Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Election bills. But let me now turn to Afghanistan. I've met this morning with my counterparts in the G7, as well as heads of the United Nations, NATO, and the European Union. I express my thanks for the solidarity we have seen 
as we've stood up an unprecedented global effort. <clears throat> I updated our partners on the significant progress we've made in the past 10 days. As of this afternoon, we've helped evacuate 70,700 people just since August the 14th. But no conversation of how many Americans, and so we're clear we're going to leave some behind. That from every estimate that exists right now, and I hope that is wrong. It is my hope that every American gets out. It is my hope that every Afghani who we promised safe passage gets out. I won't get what I want, and you will not get what you want. The question is, why did Biden allow this to happen? So we have to start at a baseline. This all came from his conversation yesterday, four and a half hours late. Why? Because he was waiting for the infrastructure bill to pass the House so he could brag on it. That's what he did. He walked out there. Afghanistan is the front and center subject. It is everything. Everything. And what does he do? He starts with infrastructure, not Afghanistan, infrastructure. As I put out on Twitter, Biden is much more interested in the American rescue plan than he is in the rescuing Americans plan. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you guys. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Please go like the page. Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, at Tony Katz. Follow me in all the spots. Everything at TonyKatz.com. Rescuing Americans is not on his mind. Lying to Americans is on his mind. Oh, I, we, we've been through this. The lies about uh, stranding Americans, the lies about our allies being fine with us. Our allies are not fine with us. They're infuriated. They look at Joe Biden as a doddering old fool because he is. But what I was going to say, I just want to make sure I had everybody on the same page about what happened yesterday. That Biden being focused on Afghanistan is certainly not something that's factual. They really and truly believe they can airlift everybody out. And they're so proud of this airlift. My gosh, they're flat out bragging, bragging, I tell you. About this, this airlift. To listen to Jen Psaki. Is there any concern that maybe trying to reach this deadline and get everybody out... Uh mistakes are being made now that there is a report that at least one of the Afghans evacuated to Qatar uh, has suspected ISIS ties. Well, first I would say we have a stringent vetting process which includes uh, background checks before any individual comes to the United States. Uh, so I can't speak to one individual, but I can tell you and, and confirm for you that we take the vetting of any individual who comes to the United States and, and comes out incredibly seriously. Um, and it's an extensive process. Uh, I would say that this is now on track, Peter, to be the largest airlift in U.S. history. Uh, so, and that is uh, bringing American citizens out. It is bringing our Afghan partners out. It is bringing allies out. Uh, so, no, I would not say that is anything but a success. But a success. Remember what they're they're bragging about. They're bragging about getting Americans out of Afghanistan, which should have been done two months ago. That is imperative to keep in your head. They are bragging whether it is Jen Psaki who lies from the podium or whether it's Joe Biden himself or whether it's the chief of staff, Ron Klain, and one has to wonder how much that pseudo-intellectual is pulling the strings. This is a guy who was the Ebola czar under Obama and did nothing to help with COVID. Didn't volunteer himself out loud and say, uh, President Trump, how can I help? I've, I've done this before. 
said, hey, let's figure out how we win an election. He was uh, Joe Biden's uh, chief of staff when he was vice president. And winning an election was more important than helping the country. Sure. Sure. Now he's spending all of his time retweeting people like Joy Reid and Jennifer Rubin because that's professional. No, no, no. There, there, there's no collusion amongst uh, the, the president's staff and the media. Not at all. Don't be silly. What are you bringing it up for? Pfft. So, yeah, you silly little, you silly goose. <sighs> this all should have been done. They are bragging about something. They're bragging about a problem that they created. But the big one, the one that must be dealt with accordingly, the one to which I give absolutely, positively, no quarter, is the blaming of Donald Trump. I simply cannot and neither can you abide by this nonsense these radical radical lies donald trump in a negotiation with the taliban we discussed it here how in the world how in the world could you think that you could trust a deal with the taliban But when you look at the deal, and I will use an interview that was done with Mike Pompeo, the then Secretary of State, who helped put together that deal, there were a series of conditions. Now, some conditions the Taliban was already not meeting, including a clean break with al-Qaeda, which one can clearly argue is a ridiculous idea. There is no way the Taliban engages a clear break from al-Qaeda. After all, they have a tremendous number of things in common. Specifically, the belief in Sharia. How would you how would you separate out those two? But this is a conversation. This is a conversation about conditions not about how the withdrawal is going this is about how many troops were still on the ground keeping the taliban quiet keeping al-qaeda quiet and ensuring that the afghani government could actually govern it is not mike pompeo's fault it is not donald trump's fault that joe biden pulled out the military assets and the ability to engage air air, air support If H.R. McMaster, who was the first national security advisor to President Trump, wants to say that Pompeo signed a capitulation agreement, if he wants to say the Taliban didn't defeat us, we defeated ourselves, he's more than welcome to. He can have that conversation. But the signing of an agreement would be different than whether or not you actually allowed the thing to happen. I've always said deeds over words. The question is, what would have happened at this moment? How would this withdrawal have happened? If the withdrawal had happened and Americans were out and the Afghanis were out who helped and then it fell to the Taliban, a lot of people would say, well, what the hell was it all for? What was the point of it all? And they would have a fine argument. It's one I would probably be having with you as well. How did we train these Afghan forces? Did we train them to fight like Americans? And was that the right thing to do? Or should we have trained them to fight like Afghanis, to fight light light infantry style, 
as opposed to an air support style, which is what we do in the United States, considering they ain't got no more air support. But that still isn't the conversation. And this is where every single person who says, well, Trump signed a deal, Biden just had to live with it, is full of garbage. The deadline already got moved from May 1st. It's Biden who wanted to be around September 11th so he could have the pomp and circumstance of ending the war in 20 years. Look at me, because it's all about his legacy. We said it first. We were right from the beginning. We are still right. He wanted the legacy more than he wanted Americans alive. That's tough guy, corn pop Joe Biden. That's who he is. All that talk about corn pop, all that talk about taking behind the woodshed, hey, calling people Jack. Come on, man. It's because he's a tough guy. What I call him yesterday, country club thug? Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. That's him. Joe Biden is country club thug. That's exactly who he is. But he ain't a tough guy. Joe Biden is a tough guy in the same way Hunter Biden's an artist. The conversation is not about deals with the Taliban, which we could agree are really bad ideas. The conversation is about the withdrawal and leaving Americans to die. That's all Joe Biden. How can anyone say anything else? And when they do, how could you not just call them a liar? Right. You're lying. Oh, you're a liar. Ha <laughs> ha, liar, and walk away. They don't deserve your respect. I don't enjoy that, by the way. But there is nothing else. I can offer you no other advice than to explain to these people in no uncertain terms that they're lying. They think they come at you with morality as somehow you have to defend your position. No, 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 no. They have to defend their position. Americans behind the Taliban line, Afghanis behind the Taliban line, they can't get through, people are being beaten and people are being executed in the streets. They're going door to door looking for Christians. Now, let's discuss Joe Biden and why these people aren't already out. Because there is nothing about a withdrawal deadline that says how you got them out. The how you got them out is the only story at this moment. It's the only story because Joe Biden made it the story. Joe Biden is responsible. Joe Biden is guilty. Yet we have Politico putting out the headline that the White House wants their props on how they're doing in Afghanistan. This is Politico. Top Biden officials and administration allies have been aggressively touting the success of their evacuation efforts in Afghanistan, offering frequent updates on the numbers of vaccine, and they have framed it as a historic airlift, like like the Berlin airlift, declaring that they're overperforming their own metrics and trumpeting Biden as defying expectations. Everybody knows it's a lie. Everybody knows that this is a propaganda move. This is, this is an administration that hates you, that hates the American people, that will gladly lie to the American people and expects them to lap it all up. Mmm, delicious. They expect it. 
And of course, we know this because we already learned a few days ago that their entire plan, their modus operandi, is to wait for you to forget and then bring in this narrative, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. Uh, I think they sometimes refer to it as the big lie. I don't talk like that because that is a reference to the Holocaust, and I have always found it disgusting when these leftists and others would say this about Donald Trump and uh, and the riot because after or, or the election, I should say, because they don't understand. They don't care as long as they're hurting Trump. Nothing else matters. Hurt Trump. Hurt Trump. Hurt Trump. It's this sexual fetish that they have. Decency goes right out the window. So I am loath to use the term "big lie." But I am fine with saying that the Biden administration is lying to you, and I would call Joe Biden a liar to his face. When he's running away from the press, because he ends every press conference by running away, I would scream to him, why are you such a liar? Did your mother raise you to be a liar? Did you learn to lie in Scranton? This is what I would be yelling, because he's lying to all of us. And there are people out there, useful idiots, lapping it all up and trying to do the same, which is why they're still talking about Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not president of the United States. I don't know why this is so hard for people to understand. He's not. He's not the president. Joe Biden is. Joe Biden did this. Joe Biden's poor planning did this. Joe Biden's failed generals did this. Joe Biden's worthless defense department did this. Sorry, Secretary of Defense. The department may very well be in good hands in terms of the people. They did this. Jen Psaki is lying. Ron Klain is lying. That's what's happening. And you should not be afraid to say so because you're right. And they may very well get Americans killed. Never mind the damage on the propaganda side. I'm Tony Katz. So Eskenazi had a data breach. And I bring it up. Not because there's something new in in a data breach. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. Uh, Wish TV with the reporting, Eskenazi Health confirms personal data stolen in cyber attack. It's that more and more we're hearing about the forced vaccination insanity, the mandate insanity. I I oppose force. I, I, I oppose on every level. How much data is now going to get out there? Let's say you're somebody who doesn't want to share your vaccine status. What happens when it gets leaked? Gets leaked from Eskenazi and a cyber attacker gets leaked because your employer wants all the information. Now, we've gone through this in many ways, and there are there's nothing I have found legally and no lawyer I've spoken to who's told me, well, no, no, you you can sue and get away with it. You you can sue and and you've got... uh, uh, a, a case you you can have a strong case no i'm not told that i'm told you have no case but the question is about security what do they offer what are they prepared for they learned that data uh, was obtained by bad actors and released online they have forensic experts monitoring for this they've identified the files the hackers obtained and they're examining those files for any personal patient or employee information 
No evidence that the attack resulted in bank or credit card fraud. Does not believe any of its files were encrypted. Now, sometimes this happens, right? They, they, They do the ransomware stuff. Right, they 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 do that. Um, they 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 do other things. Hey, we just want to let you know you've got this vulnerability. You might want to pay us to get rid of that. But what happens when this information gets out? One of the reasons I bring it up is that it is obvious that people want to use vaccination status to political advantage. It's obvious that is the case i don't want to make it any easier on on those people i don't want to live in a world where someone's vaccination status is the difference between whether they get a job or not whether uh they uh lose uh, uh relationships contracts or not whether or not they lose friends or not Never once in my life have I asked anyone ever whether or not they want to be, or whether or not they weren't vaccinated, not they want to be, whether or not they were vaccinated. It's never come up. And I do find it um, quite, quite fascinating I do find it quite fascinating that we can ask about COVID vaccination status, but nothing else. If you were to ask about HIV status, you'd be in jail. Why not? We've just opened up the Pandora's box. We've opened up everything, baby. So I, 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 for one, am very worried. I am genuinely concerned about these kinds of leaks now and how they're going to be used for political purposes. There's the there's the the financial stuff, there's the personal stuff. Don't get me wrong, but maybe it's maybe I'm taking it personally, but what we've done on vaccines and how we're using vaccines against one another is just some of the ugliest stuff I've been around. Congresswoman Victoria Sparks up next on infrastructure. Keep it here.